0: Jim, I just want to interrupt you for a minute. You always interrupt me. Oh, oh no, that's <laughs> not even true. You're always interrupting me. So I have, I have a pop quiz for you. Oh no, here we go. What is Industry 4.0? Define it for the Metalworking Nation. Okay, well, I,
1: I don't know it, the technical answer, but I'm just going to Google it real quick so I can give the Metalworking Nation. Oh, so you're going to cheat truth, basically a little bit? I, I hate pop quizzes, actually. But anyway, Industry. 4.0. You 4. were never point- good at school, were you? no I was I was above average student a D I D was a student no above average is B right C is average all right <laughs> B well is is you're on the spot average. yeah industry 4.0 is the current trend of automation and data exchange in manufacturing technologies it includes cyber physical systems the internet of things and cloud computing industry 4.0 creates what has been called a smart factory. So there, boom. And what's the, what's the easiest way for the Metalworking Nation to get in line with Industry 4.0? Well, I would visit our friends Machine Metrics and talk to Eric Fogg. He was on the show a few weeks ago, and he's offering the Metalworking Nation a fantastic deal. If you log on to machinemetrics.com, forward slash making chips he's offering a 10 percent discount on his machine monitoring software system
2: take a chance take a chance that's good when i got in this trade over 20 years ago right there was a gentleman that hired me i got out of high school graduated and took a job and the guy hired me he didn't know me from adam There were no filters or keywords or internets to search on. I I sat down, I interviewed, I interviewed well, made an impression, he hired me, took a chance, and here I am.
1: If the sound of a machine tool removing metal gets your blood pumping, then you are Metalworking Nation. This is Making Chips Hello, metalworking nation. Jim here from Making Chips. Oh, I'm so excited today. We're here live at the DMG Mori headquarters in Hoffman Estates, Illinois, for their Innovation Days. For their innovate, they shortened it down to the I Days now. The I Days. It's exciting. It's all about the I. I'm sitting here on a, a beautiful leather couch next to my. Good friend, co-host, Mr. Jason J.Z. Zanger. How you doing? I'm doing great, Jim. It's yeah. great to have these machine tools buzzing in the background and making lots of chips. That's exactly what they're doing, because if you're not making chips... You're not making money. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's what we do in our business. But yeah, it's really exciting to be here. I'm so glad DMG Moore uh, invited us to be here to showcase all their new equipment and innovation. Uh, industry 4.0, it's a big buzzword nowadays going on in the industry and i definitely believe that they have all the characteristics to lead us into the new generation of technology. So do you have any manufacturing news for us Jim? As let's a, let's move through that quickly. You know cuz we have a great fact, guest here that we know, want to introduce. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, i i have some really relevant manufacturing news that i what just What a coincidence. Noticed. What a coincidence. Uh, Dated May 8th, it says U.S. machine tool orders continue to rise in March. That's great news. It is. It's awesome news. I mean, what do I always say? Manufacturing is back. We're here. We're ready to go. They're saying that the uh, orders are up about 3.5% over last year, March 2016, and things are going quite well. Doug Woods, the president. Our good friend Doug Woods. Our good friend Doug Woods from AMT called the month-to-month increase expected since it marked the end of the fiscal year for many companies, but is encouraging to see the last two months outpacing their 2016 levels. The possible start of an upward market trend.
0: Yeah, and, and, and Doug Wood said that you know a lot of these manufacturing companies just need to increase their capacity and productivity. So they're making more chips, making more parts, and it's great to see.
1: I would imagine that's reflective. Of oh yeah, what business you sell has been too. strong for us. Yeah. Absolutely, because if we're, if we are as end users of machine tools,
0: you're wearing out more end mills and inserts, and we gotta buy taps, everything. You gotta buy drills, upgrade your metrology, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, so that's a good validation that that's yes. happening.
1: So, any personal stuff coming on with you, man? Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I I'm feeling really good. I mean, we we just got done celebrating Mother's Day, so you know had a, had a great weekend there. You know, it was, it was really enjoyable, and um, just a lot of great things going on in business. I'm I'm starting to um, t- really turn things around at the new business that that we bought. I mean, that that's really I mean, I since, could see
1: the word stress written. Yeah, all over Yeah, I mean,
0: when we were in California, it was like like the beginning of my stress and i've really gotten past that and we're, we're starting to turn the ship around so it's been great and then also um i was just invited to go see what kind of manufacturing happens in israel so awesome. i'm going to be going out there in october so that should be interesting you too, need to do that with a, with a bunch of other manufacturing leaders so it's going to be fun good yeah and i'm going to get some you know free time in there too so it'll be it'll be good that's
1: what it's all about
0: yes i'm going to have some free you? time this week you
1: are uh, yeah, okay. my family's like going you have vacation? vacation time yeah, well, who we'll that? I'm going on vacation with my adult children, uh, so that should be uh, quite quite something. Are you paying for everything? Not everything, but uh, just about. <laughs> so, anyway, we'll dad. see how it goes. <laughs> I'll let you know. So
0: why don't why don't we get into the interview? We have a great guest here that we're excited to have on. We have the CEO of DMG Mori USA, Torsten Schmidt. Welcome. Thank you, Torsten. Great to have you here. Yeah, and Torsten has a lot of experience internationally in the manufacturing industry, from China to Germany to the United States, so I, I w- I'm really looking forward to hearing his perspective on manufacturing. Yeah.
1: So, Torsten, it's, it's a pleasure to, to be with you again. I know we, we had some talk time uh, when we were in front in Germany in February. Yes, It was we did. a great trip. It really enlightened me about the DMG Mori brand and, and the culture of the company, and it really, my whole mindset completely turned around after that trip, and it was great to meet you and engage But can you kind of, because a lot of our listeners may or may not know about the DMG Mori brand, so kind of explain the global manufacturing breakdown of the company, Germany, Italy, U.S.,
3: etc. Of course. um, Happy to do so, and certainly I hope that uh, a lot of the listeners do have um, had already some exposure to our DMG Mori brand. Um, Certainly, uh, we're doing... uh, uh, excellent today, it's, it's a beautiful day, customers are coming to us, to our facility, looking at uh, the current technology, discussing future projects. The, the group itself is a Japanese-German group, DMG Mori, is headquartered in Japan as well as in Germany, has overall close to 20 factories producing CNC metal cutting machines. So turning machines, milling machines, laser machines, ultrasonic machines, additive, and plenty of different machine models whereby now all these technologies are being combined in one machinery. In addition, we're focusing now, of course, on software solutions as well as automation, all with a clear target to help our customers yeah, make more money. Right. So go. is there
1: a specific machine tool that's made in a specific country? Like Italy is primarily this, or Germany is primarily that, U.S. Yeah, is. well, we have... break that down for me a little yeah, bit, Yeah, well, we
3: have, we have an, in different countries, a different focus on technology. So if you take, for example, Fronten, where you were at the beginning of this year, this certainly is, for us, the hub for five-axis simultaneous machining. Beautiful. Um, We have we have in Italy a factory that's uh, mainly focused on Swiss type and multi spindles, so high production, high volume, smaller parts. We have in Davis, California, a beautiful factory. Well, we've got to get out there. You, you should. It's it's I'll a, have to a talk real a real machine tool factory. Um, by the way, of course, also in an excellent, uh, beautiful area. So you want to go there either yeah, on it's a right Friday? That's right by the Valley. Yes, exactly. So you hey. want to go there on a Friday or Monday yeah. potentially, and at the weekend. There we produce also smaller five-axis machines, but also horizontal machining centers, our vertical machining centers, and. You see, there's some real-life machining, so it's not just the assembly. But we do also, for example, work with large robotic systems where the beds of the machines are even being being done and prepared. So it's it's an exciting factory to visit. Yeah.
0: What what kind of changes is DMG making in order to prepare for the next just the next generation of manufacturing? Like how how are you guys how are you guys helping to Cut costs, increase productivity. Um, I know everybody's buzzing about Industry four Is that pretty much what you're focusing on, or is there other factors out there as well?
3: Well, I mean, first of all, um, of course, throughout the group, we are um, we have roughly six hundred fifty engineers focusing on research and development, and um, this includes, on one hand, of course, new machine types, new machine models, uh, additional innovations, and especially not just the, the, focusing on the shipmaking process, but also pre- and after process steps of handling the material, measuring the material. So, in general, just to um, further add value to the machining process in the in the facilities of our customers. Of course, software is right. a huge thing. So, what, what you see here at this event is um, a strong focus on technology cycles where we are able, with our software, to just make our machines more intelligent, Torsten, what is that
1: particular software that you're utilizing now? That, that the latest and greatest. I know, like your machine tools, there, there's FANUC, there's Siemens, there's Heidenhain. Is this a different
3: type of software? Is a post-process mm-hmm. software? Well, it's it's a, it's a software on top. So certainly, yes, you see. Um, Siemens 840D, FANUC 31i, that is also the basis and part of our control. But in our CELOS controls, we have an additional computer. And on this computer, we have our human-machine interface.
1: Oh, cool. Where we cool.
3: offer our customers a very much an, an application, an app-oriented way of structuring the work. And of course, in this case, being able to add our own applications, our own developed functionalities onto the control so that the operator and the programmer have these benefits.
0: You, you mentioned doing the quality control directly post-machining. Is, is the whole idea of that just to try to touch the, the, um, the workpiece less, you know, to have less human interface in the manufacturing process?
3: Yes, I mean it is very well known that productivity is the name of right. the game. Accuracy, productivity, yeah. and therefore you um, you analyze the processes at a lot of our customers, and you identify. Yes, of course, you can further cut down the cycle time a bit, and you can make the right. the, the metal cutting, the ship making process faster. But a lot of the productivity potential lies, of course, in the in the process steps before. The part is being loaded as well as after the part is loaded. This refers to the calibration of the tooling as well as, of course, the the application itself.
0: So integrating more robotics directly into the machine tools? Yeah,
3: automation is a huge thing. I mean, especially here in the United States, normally it is part of every single project that we are handling with our customers where it's a demand to add an additional shift and to just further... Yeah so
1: Increase is the ROI. data collection too right Torsten? that's another big hot button topic as well
3: yes it's a, it's a it's a hot topic um, on the other hand it's also in at a lot of our customers not done systematically yet so okay. I, you okay. know we want to we want to give our customers the opportunity to review here also at these i days how the existing machine tools that a customer is using in his shop, how we can make them more intelligent, and how this data can be used for the customer to make the right decision. And this starts with very simple steps by simply monitoring the uptime and the availability of the machine. Normally you would anticipate that this is quite common, that companies would know what kind of a No, I is. know that it's not it's quite common. Right? Yeah. Shop, it's yes. all about keeping the spindle running. In my shop, it's all about keeping the spindle running. So if exactly. you guys
1: are developing technology that can do that, I'm going to be thrilled because I know that, mis- that spindle is going to be running and it's making ships for as many hours a day as humanly
3: possible. Yeah. Uh, so we'll show you later on and we will pr- uh, provide you here with a solution for your iPhone and your iPad where you continuously have the availability.
4: That's yeah, awesome.
0: That's great. So... Torsten, as you know, making chips is about equipping and inspiring the manufacturing leader. You've spent a lot of time internationally. You've seen a lot of manufacturing shops. What do you see that differentiates the manufacturing leaders that are really great from the ones that are just good, good question. An, from an international perspective? And maybe maybe you can compare and contrast the United States even to Germany and the, and the Asian market.
3: Yeah. Well, that's, of course, a, a complex question, right? Yes, but it is. Let just, me try break, to break it me, down. L- man. Let me try to break it down. I mean, um, one area that certainly, of course, is a key is, um, from my point of view, for very successful shops, that there is a bit of a midterm strategy existing and that capacity is not only purely added as soon as the company receives a, a job, so the k- shops who are only buying application-specific the machine tools may not get the maximum out of it. But the shops who are having a mid-term, a long-term plan and a strategy who understand what kind of additional business could hmm. be acquired with certain technology are making then investments and further expanding their business by utilizing and maximizing the usage of of the technology,
0: interesting, and you and you see that across across the world that that's a successful strategy oh, for yeah, manufacturers. Well, yeah, it to take. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah no, at it the end absolutely day,
1: does. Does it make sense? Yes, it does yeah. make sense. Yeah. We we need a company that we're going to collaborate
3: with, partner with, and align with to make it come to fruition. Yes, that, exactly right. I mean, of course, you have, and w- that's understandable. By now, we we are breaking down the the cost of the machine by hour. Um, and, and really want to give also the, our customers a big benefit of knowing how much the machinery will cost so that he can evaluate what kind of turnover and, and profit he can make per hour with the machinery. Just here at this show, for example, we we just introduced a brand new feature as our five-year protection plan where a customer can purchase a five-year fully covered warranty including operator errors for a certain premium of course but giving him a a full calculation and transparency of what kind of expenses to expect throughout each working hour. Awesome. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's very interesting that you talked about that long-term strategic plan because I'm somebody that I like to set a vision and see that move forward. But I hear all the time from my customers, if I get that job, I'm going to buy that machine. And, I and just you said and it and today because Jim, Jim just, said, just it said it to it me. Today. And I would hope, like even you, Jim, that you would you would help to fit that within a plan other than that job, which I know you are. Oh, I mean, I, I know I, you I'm, didn't I'm trying. Say that. try that. Yeah, you know, I've
1: got a strategic vision for my company, and I know if I don't. Amp up my technology today, that I'm going to be washed away in the next few years by not doing it now.
3: Yeah, I but think the the, the 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 chance here is, of course, to really um, um, be exposed also here at these iDays with additional technology that you may not have thought of. And all of a sudden, you have an opportunity here to also interact with other customers, of course, with our application team and our product management. And you may see additional business opportunities in combination with the technology that you didn't think of so far.
0: What do you think is an innovation that somebody hasn't thought of so far that would surprise somebody listening
3: well i mean just take a look at our additive machines right i mean you build up the part um uh, up to with with titanium from scratch and afterwards you simply exchange the spindle with one setup and then you you, and then you do a five axis simultaneous machining of these parts
0: What, what would be the benefit of building up and then subtracting versus just subtracting from a from a block of steel. Well,
3: uh, yeah. First of all, you would need to order the block of steel. Okay. So that takes some time. Okay. Then you need to see, you know, what kind of um, material you need. You, you have, of course, the tooling requirements. In that case, you're just much faster. Okay. Okay. I want to shift gears a little bit.
1: I want to be cognizant of your time, but this is a question that I thought is really relevant and important to, to share. Can you tell us in the Metalworking Nation the corporate decision to move DMG Mori to a direct-to-buy platform? When did that happen, and what was the whole the reasoning behind it? Yeah, because that's a big change. That's, that's, a big change. A, that's a gutsy change, I guess you would say.
3: Yeah, well, it's 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 the the biggest motivator f- um, for DMG Mori to do this in the United States, and the U.S. stands for the largest market for for machine tool consumption for for DMG Mori. Right there with Japan, with Germany, U.S. is is right in the top three ranks, and we have the need to fully be aware of what's going on at our customers place and we know there are roughly 60,000 companies in the United States they are using CNC metal cutting machines and honestly speaking we want to have a closer relationship we want to be aware of what what kind of future trends are upcoming, what kind of wishes, what kind of demands these customers have, so that we can answer and respond in in a different speed and with a different level of professionalism. That's why we said and that was at the end of 2015, we want to move to a direct to customer business model and we are now working here in the United States with yeah eight hundred and twenty of our own employees. Everybody you see here with a DMG Mori badge is a full-time employee of DMG Mori, he's an advocate for the customer, but still with a very decentralized setup. So we divided the whole country into twenty-seven regions. Yeah. And each I know about this. And, yeah. and it's awesome. And, uh, These are 27 technology centers presenting machines and working with the local customers to optimize their processes and their facilities. It's a very exciting time for us.
1: It really is. Great.
3: Torsten, thank you for inviting
0: us out here. This has been great. We get to see all these machine tools running, and I know that you have limited time. so I know. um, I can't
1: can't wait to go see. My entire team is here today,
3: so I can't wait to go. The yeah.
1: technology that they're getting educated on.
3: And, uh, of course, the event is still open until Thursday, so um, everybody is more than welcome. We would love to have uh, companies coming over here. We'll have 2,000 companies right. coming this week, but so we still have space this, for more. It's
1: through this Thursday, the yes. 18th. Just come to DMG Mori headquarters, and it's open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Very good. Hey, we got a customer here of DMG More. He's, uh just sat down with us. I'd like to introduce him. His name is Rick Frankowich. That's right. And he is the operations manager at Hammer Tool and Manufacturing here in suburban Chicago and actually in Arlington Heights, Illinois. And, Rick, thanks for taking a few minutes to sit down with us. And, You're welcome. And uh, tell us what brings you to DMG uh, Innovation Days.
2: Uh, well, you know what? We're, we're checking out a couple uh Lays, purchasing a couple lays Lays, NLXs, 2000s. We really like that platform uh, for what we do. We, we do um, all pretty much mold components, round components, and we hold a lot of tight tolerances. So we're here checking out the Lays and seeing, seeing the new product and, and and see what changes
0: they've made. So, so what are you looking for in a new machine tool? What is the newest technology that you're like, wow, I, I've got to have that. That's going to help me to Cut costs to be more productive. What is it that you're looking for?
2: There's a couple aspects of the new NLXs. Uh, uh, one is the celos and the maps control. That's a new software. Is that a new software? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the new software that I believe it's only been out now for about 12 months. Uh, so I mean, this is this is brand new for us, right? So we we want to come and check that out uh, and, and and see what that has to offer us. But they've also made changes to the to the machine where they they now have coolant through the machine. So.
1: Oh, that's you got to have that through the way.
2: So, 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 what how that separates us, or how that separates different from our other NLs that we have on the shop floor is it holds sides consistently throughout the day. So, if it gets hot or cold, November, December, or July, we're still as we were from day one. So, uh, that's that's what we like about it. And because it's such a solid machine, we can stick an insert in there, and the insert will hold up much longer as opposed to. uh, like a linear way or something like that, that it just it, it because gives of us the rigidity, it gives us increased
1: tool life, yeah. and, and 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 because of that, it extends our dollar, and it's and it's awesome. So I, I something I just thought of that I wanted to ask you. You know, in our industry right now, the skill shortage is huge, right? Right. I'm, I'm sure that it's an issue for Hammer Tool as well. Right. Is there anything you want to share with us and the metalworking nation that's listening to this particular episode? What Hammer Tool and or you are doing to? Um, mitigate the skill shortage or get new, younger people, unskilled people into your facility and learn the industry? Take a chance. Take a chance. That's good. Are there any particular characteristics of those people that you're taking a chance on? Not particularly. You know what? You know what?
2: When I got in this trade over 20 years ago, right, there was a gentleman that hired me. I spent two years in a vocational school in high school and I got out of work and I got out of high school, graduated and took a job, and the guy hired me. he didn't know me from Adam. There were no filters or keywords or Internets to search on. you know you know what he, I, I, I sat down, I interviewed, I interviewed well, made an impression, he hired me, took a chance, and here I am. And what was and that I'm entry, your, What was that and I'm entry on your? Level show. job that he puts you on? I was on a CNC mill or, okay. and and I, was, and I was drilling. Just an uh, op- operator. Oh yeah, I was an operator drilling perforator holes and just worked my way up from an apprentice the operations manager at hammer tool i that's mean it's, great. that's great and, it's and we incredible. want to see
0: more young people take that chance and you know really find a successful career like you did in manufacturing yeah, i
2: i got lucky uh, i uh i had a kid contact me a 20 year old kid contact me he, he uh, sent in his resume i i took a chance i called him brought him in sat him down he interviewed well I'm like you know what hey why don't you come on in we got we, we got this position I couldn't have been happier. You know what I mean? He's going. He's 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 working out fantastic. Shows up to work every day. Comes in early. Stays late. Matter of fact, I'm going to send him to school over to the TMA for for uh, uh, his apprenticeship program starting in September. And he's going to follow up on our other two apprentices that are graduating this year from the TMA program as well. So I mean, it's it's I cannot stress to take a chance. You got you You got to give it. these kids a chance.
1: That resonates with me 100. Yeah. percent And being the shop owner, I totally get it. So right. Well, thank you, Rick. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. And we now have
0: Craig Vandenavant, who is the president of Gam Enterprises in Mount Prospect, Illinois. Gam Enterprises was started in 1990 and they have a product line where they manufacture gearboxes and other components for automation. That's great. That's right. Welcome, Craig. So so what new technology gets you excited for the next step? that GAM Enterprise is gonna is going make in their with their machine tools. Well,
4: if you look at a lot of these machines, the, the capability that's on them uh, is state of the art and is really allowing us to be more efficient and to implement automation. I mean people think of automation uh, as being a robot and there's certainly a lot of that here that's where one there's component. a robot, you know, loading and unloading, but in reality automation can be a bar feeder and then having the 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 the, the lathe drop the part into a bucket that goes onto a conveyor, which we have in our plant. So we're very big into this one-and-done methodology where we can put a raw material, a bar, into a machine, and then we have several NLXs where we can turn and we can mill the part and have it drop onto a conveyor, and we're taking it to another level now where we're working with the tooling manufacturers, uh, such as yourself, to... Uh, really test innovative new tooling to eliminate all the deburring. So that's really the next step is when all you really right. start to perfect it. Is a, a finished part comes on that carousel. Well, now we're measuring it and blowing it off and putting it in a bin. Yeah, and, and touching yeah, it
1: less. Yeah, don't, you don't want to deburr
0: it after it's right. off
4: the machine. Yeah. Not exact, by hand, at least. That's exactly yeah. right.
0: Yeah, to, uh, Torsten mentioned that, that they're focused on what happens before it goes into machining and after it goes into machining, you know, whether it's, you know, handling of the product or the QC or loading. I mean, so that that's great that you're focused on that as well. Yeah.
1: Craig, what kind of machine tools do you use in your shop? So what kind of machining do you do? Is it three-axis, four-axis, five-axis? Is it... Is it uh, CNC turning with live, or is it additive, or what is it? It's a lot of milling
4: and turning, and now we're combining it into one machine tool, right? So we have twin spindle lathes with live tooling, uh, and we special ordered a machine where we actually have a large through bore so we can bring larger raw material Short in.
1: run or production or both? We mix. are high mix, low volume. Okay, uh, got that's, it. That's high our mix. business. We are Perfect.
4: We ship thousands, tens of thousands of, of product each year, and our average order size is less than five pieces. And our competitive advantage in the marketplace is to give customers what they want, be able to do it in small batches at a value. And so we have to. We are maniacal about efficiency and being able to process an order quickly, manufacture it in less than five pieces, and then out the door and do that while making money. We have some longer lot runs, but for us a long lot run is 25 or Sounds like my shop. I mean, I'm
1: I'm thrilled when I get an order for 25 pieces. Right. So I, I totally understand that. So that's good to know that um, that they're providing value for you. That you can get a finished piece part out in a minimal amount of time with a minimal amount of setup.
4: But, that's right. What used to be three machine tools, we do in, is one now. Right. Awesome. So, you know, it would be a two lathes, maybe in a mill. Now sure. we have one.
1: So I want to be respectful of your time with us today. But my last question is, it's obvious that there's a big skill shortage in our industry nowadays. What is GAM doing to mitigate that within your own company? And what are you doing to recruit new, younger people, inexperienced or you know, low-skill people, into the industry to get them amped up and, and educated?
4: Well, you always have to be look- on the lookout for good, qualified people. I-, I tell my entire management team, it doesn't matter if you're in sales or if you're in purchasing, we all have to be recruiting and looking for who's uh, a person that you'd want to have on our team, whether it's back in the manufacturing or, or anywhere in our organization. Good, skilled talent, whether it's in the factory or in the front office, is hard to come by. So we always have to be looking and and recruiting in that area and have a pipeline, the Rolodex, if you will, of future candidates that when a job opening comes open, you know who to pick up the phone and call. The other thing that we have to uh, work, that we are challenged with quite a bit, is combating combating these paradigms, if you will. So we're a small company, right? We're 32 people. And we treat our employee really like, like family and part of a team. And people think right away, small company, we're not going to have competitive benefits to the big companies or the environment is going to be something different, and that's not us at all. We actually do have very good benefits. We have a great work environment, but getting people to come in and, and be interested in a job when they hear small company, we're, we're having to combat those paradigms, if you will. The other paradigm that we're all challenged with is manufacturing, right? People think manufacturing, and they're thinking dark, dingy, you know know. manufacturing and that's not the case that's not not the case that's not the case and so part of it is is really having to educate people uh potential employees that manufacturing is exciting it's innovative it's unique um it's fun and And it's high paying and it's high paying exactly right so really it sounds like
1: a good job for me
0: (laughs) (laughs) well craig thank you this has been great to have you and i love your perspective and um
1: Hopefully we can chat more soon. It was great to take a few minutes and have you sit down with us and um, hear your perspective on machine tools manufacturing and uh, the skill shortage. All
0: right. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Thank thank you. you. Enjoy your show. Thanks. So, Jim, this has been great. We've had several great interviews. We've got machine tools buzzing in the background.
1: I feel like I'm an IMTS all over again. Yeah, it is a little bit like that. Absolutely. Well, they certainly know how to throw a nice party. They do. But, you know, I always say, and I always say this, sometimes I get a little emotional at the end of the show. Because Don't this, cry. This is, this Don't is, cry for me. This is in my blood. It's what I was brought up on. It's you my got coolant family. running through your blood? Yeah, I do have. Some Some days I do. But <laughs> Oil in your hair. I'm, I'm glad it's not so much anymore. But uh, when I walked in, I could smell the coolant right away. And I'm like, man, this is just like being at home. Because, you know, I, I've lived this my entire life. I've been privileged to be part of this industry. I agree. And it's gave me some. it's gave me a great quality of life, and my family a great quality of life. So um, when I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this and talking to these people and listening to the machines buzzing, removing metal, and oh my God, all the new innovation, my, my dad would just not comprehend any of it. He'd so, be like,
0: what, why can't we make that with a bridge port? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he'd have no idea how fast we're cutting nowadays, but... It's great. I'm glad we're. I'm just so proud and humbled to be able to share this information with the Metalworking Nation. And uh, hopefully, we've equipped and inspired them one more time on this episode and they can take away some more relevant knowledge. Yeah, get them thinking about well,
0: what can I do to take my manufacturing to the next level and look at the new machine tool technology and you know, solve that bottleneck or reduce the cost of whatever part they're making. I mean, there's just so many things to really sit back and think about it. And you know, going back to what um, Torsten said, what's your you know, medium and long-term business plan, which I always you know, harp on on making chips, is what, is what is that vision for the company and how can you use machine tool technology in order to take you to that place?
1: Yeah, and i can tell you that it, it in this industry it's good to be proactive even if you're not thinking about buying a new machine tool get out there look at what's happening look at the new industry 4.0 model and the technology that's being introduced to to, to our communities to our to our companies that will at least keep you top of mind with what's happening in the industry and then when you are ready to buy a machine you're going to be that much more ahead of where you were if you just went into it raw.
0: So if we could just ask the Metalworking Nation to do Jim and I a favor, help us get the word out about making chips Uh, go to iTunes, you can go to makingchips.com iTunes and that'll take you right to our page, review Give us five stars. Tell us what you've learned we're from making five, chips. We're a five-star brand, are we? we? We are a five-star brand. And, I think and, we're worth it. And that'll help, that'll help other manufacturing leaders
1: to find out about making chips. I agree. Thank you very much if you could do that. And also, don't forget to check out Making Chips TV YouTube series. We've got about five of them out there right now. Yeah, and, they're short um, little videos, yeah. you know, to give like some, you know, helpful information.
0: And um, hopefully I will find some time in the future to You're going um, to uh re- trump me. I some know videos.
1: that. You're probably going to kill it. So um, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to do it a little differently. Yeah. Hit the subscribe button. Let me know what you like or don't like about that. And. Um,